Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's coffee talk from Planet Fair. My name is Henrike von Platen, and I'm talking with my friend Margret Birkenbach. It's a pleasure, like always. Yes. <laughs> with a fresh cup of coffee. Yes, I have a cappuccino. It's very nice, actually. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, I have a coffee with milk and a question. Oh, you have a question? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot in the past about pay equity statements, whatever you would understand from that. Also, because I was asked, uh, what should I write? Because, you know, in our certification, we do ask for a statement, but that's sort of a different little thing. And we do also ask to communicate at a certain point when we reach the highest level and to make sure that the people out there understand how your pay gap was adjusted and stuff like that. But then again, you read so much on so many websites that I wanted to ask you, what is a pay equity statement in your view? Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting because we um, have increasingly been getting this question from our clients, um, you know, guidelines on how to write one. And when you kind of think about and you look at what is out there, it's actually not that common yet, I would say. So, um, so really a pay equity statement is really just a summary of your pay equity policy. Um, you know, your commitment to ensuring fair pay for everybody, you know, ideally it should reflect, um, you know, your commitment to proactively address pay equity. Um, and really, I would say the goal of these statements is to communicate to your employees, to your stakeholders, to your future potential employees, basically your commitment to pay equity. So that's the whole goal of pay equity statements, but they vary a lot. <laughs> so they vary from being very simple, like one paragraph, yes, we know what is pay equity, and yes, we are doing something about it, into yeah. these really long, dense documents. So um, last time I was looking at this, I mean, I found one that was two dense pages <laughs> of stuff. So that, you know, so the variability in these statements is, you know, really, Large. Yeah. Um, if I think about, oh, good, two dense pages, then I think, okay, who is going to read that? Maybe some journalist who wants to write up something about a company will read through that and use something of it, but the employees probably will not read it. So it depends on whom, whom you are addressing. But um, um, what would be sort of your, if we could decide on how pay equity statements should look like and how they should be written would you have a favorite or would you see what is what would be really useful okay so that's a different question than from like what is typically in them <laughs> so maybe i can let me first tell you what i tell my clients and then let's talk about you know whether that's useful or not this is a different question right um so i think the first thing you have to decide on is your tone of voice so when you think about your pay equity statement, um, you know, do you want to adopt this very formal and legal type tone? Or are you speaking to, like you were talking about, your employees, your prospective employees uh, within a more relaxed tone of voice? So that's one thing you have to decide on. Um, so once you kind of figure out, okay, whom are you communicating with? Um, you know, typically these, 
um, statement starts with just listing the applicable laws and regulations that apply to your organization and your commitment to um, fulfilling all applicable laws. But I think when we think about the equity statements, you want to go beyond that, right? So it's not just about, you know, yes, being compliant, but it's really about an opportunity to communicate your commitment that goes beyond, let's say, equal pay for equal work, right? So, um, so what I've seen is, depending on the organization, sometimes they summarize their compensation philosophy. So how do they determine your pay uh, based on what factors? And then they often list all the pay equity processes that they have in place. So it might be that they don't ask about salary history. It might reflect that they review everything annually or more frequently, uh, etc. Um, so then, uh, especially in kind of these statements that have more of a legal tone, sometimes we see, you know, what are the processes for raising concerns? so that employees know where to go if they are concerned about their um, pay equity. And then uh, maybe more fun is sometimes we see actually companies reporting the outcomes of their pay equity studies. So it might be, you know, they list their outcomes or even their pay gaps and even their adjusted pay gaps. So, so really what you're doing, you're trying to sell your commitment to pay equity so that's um so that's what i typically see in these statements so but then your question was how should it be <laughs> <laughs> well um reflecting on that i do like the variety as well that that it's and and i like that more and more are actually putting in there what we we really even ask them to do to really say why are you paying what you're paying and show how you do your adjusted pay gap what's in there what's the value that you're paying for your employees that's something that for me is number one on the transparency list so the people understand why they're getting the money that they are getting and if you are already seeing this more and more in in um, statements that are going out i'm quite happy that this is happening yeah so what would be our that would be my favorite content so if that's in there and then what do you think yeah i think i agree i think increasingly employees are looking for organizations to take proactive action um, increasingly we're seeing not only in pay equity statements, but we're seeing companies publish in their DEI reports um, their pay gaps, uh, both unadjusted and adjusted. So I think this is part of that journey about becoming more transparent and using this as a marketing tool, that you are someone that cares and are doing this well. I mean, I just today actually had a call with somebody else that was talking about marketing and saying they don't want to go out too hard with too, too much bragging about what they are doing good. And uh, on one side, I understand it. But then on the other side also came, well, we don't want to brag too much about it, but we do have to talk a little bit because otherwise nobody notices the good things that you do. So what you don't say, nobody hears. So it's like, even if you think you don't want to just say all these good things or half good or whatever where you are, I think the 
most important part about the communication at this stage is also that you are showing that you're doing something, your journey, and it doesn't really matter if you're at the beginning or finished or somewhere in the middle, if your pay gaps are still very big or, or closing, you want to talk about that it's getting better and that you're doing something and taking the people with you. And um, I think if a statement manages that, taking others onto the journey, then I would say it's a really good one. And with that, we are over eight minutes. So I think that's perfect. Wow. That's <laughs> a long time. I would say enjoy the last sip of the coffee and see you all on the next occasion. Thank all you. right. Thank you. Bye.